Howdy partners, my name's Shark Johnson, you're listening to Rad Dad Radio episode 21. Today on this fantastic episode, we are going to talk about some VR news with Creamy Johns. Mortal Kombat 11 is out, we're going to get into that. Battlefield 5 Firestorm and Endgame is coming. We're going to go deep into Marvel Avengers Endgame. I'm pretty stoked. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. For listening to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Uh, 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 uh. Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid. To the law, nigga, grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the trap that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. My name's Shark Johnson. Yeah. I'm with yeah. my good brother, Creamy Johns, brother from the exact same mother. How you doing tonight, man? My life is good. I feel I feel alive. I feel good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. excited. I mean, it feels like it's been a long time because uh, we we did last week's episode on a Tuesday. Yeah, and we should say apologies for the audio situation Ugh. last week. Ugh. Yeah, that was a yes. bummer. Yes. Yeah, so who would have thought uh, us talking from 1,300 miles would be the the best way to talk? I know. <laughs> damn these damn these these new technologies. Ugh. We'll get it. We'll get it dialed in. Remember, episode thirty, episode thirty, episode thirty. We are nine <laughs> episodes away from there. <laughs> it's putting a lot of pressure on that little episode, but um, we're gonna figure it out. So, thanks for those that listened to it, and for those that didn't, we completely understand. <laughs> um, cool. I want to give a quick shout out to some of our sponsors. Big thanks to Madeira. It is springtime out here in Colorado, and uh, that makes me think about fishing and hiking and. Uh, and climbing and caving and whitewater rafting. Those are all the fun things I like to do in the summertime. And Madeira is your home base for getting the gear you need to have a great time, not in digital realities. In the real world, get dirty, sweat a little bit, swat a bug, uh, put on some sunscreen, all that good real world stuff. If you're into this type of thing, check out our our link in the show notes madeira.com plants a tree for every purchase that you make sometimes they plant more than one tree depending on how much money you're willing to spend and if you use our link you can get access to exclusive discounts if you sign up for their newsletter they're constantly giving stuff away so check out madeira.com and cream i want to say big fat congratulations podcast right now just had episode 100 it's a big That's deal right our our, our sister podcast, podcast right now, episode 100. Um, boy, we did it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It was uh, <laughs> surreal, you know, stepping into the studio for that 100. Um, I almost lost Joe Gazzaro, one of our, one of our uh, resident uh, joke makers. We yeah, he was lost. on our show a few episodes yeah. back. Yeah, what yeah. happened? Um, He's just... um. An odd ball. He's an odd duck. He, he. I don't know. He doesn't conform to normal, your normal expectations of a just a, 
uh, you know, a mid thirties gentleman. He, he's a very strange man. He's unpredictable. Um, he texted us all and said, you know, Hey, I'm out. Uh, I, I, I thought a hundred would be a good stopping place for me and all this. <laughs> and me, um, Carl and Kevin, we all shit our pants and said, no, wait, what's going on? And we started like a little side conversation in another text thread, uh, which was going to be basically like, where do we go from here? And it was, it was funny cause it was everything from like, we'll kill the, po- we'll just can- cancel the podcast. We'll end it. Or uh, I was arguing, Hey, we don't need this piece of trash. We can do it on our own, you know? <laughs> and, and then, and then as I was out there with you, he messaged us again that he changed his mind and he's back in. So now the, uh, the, you know, the running joke is that Joe could quit at any moment. No one knows. So it was, it was a little, a uh, little dramatic, but he, he, the podcast is as it's always been still got all the boys. So if you like podcasts right now, just rest easy. We're all there. <laughs> well, I'm super happy for you guys. And I mean, if you do a podcast once a week, I mean, that's essentially, it's almost two years worth of podcasts, man. I, I th- yeah, feel it's like about, about two years and we've only missed maybe one, like literally, I'll say maybe two or three weeks in that amount of time. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that that is crazy. So that, mean that, that means you're probably... I mean, is it? Have you had like the official two-year anniversary? No, we kind of track it. We kind of chart it by episodes, I guess. So the 100 mm-hmm. was a big milestone for us. Uh-huh. But as far as time, which is also a really weird thing, and and again, why you should start a podcast with your friends is if I go back and I listen to, and you know, episode. 17 that is like crazy for me because i get a time travel and hear this audio journal of what was going on that week in my life and in the lives of my friends it's really cool um i I mean i don't listen to my own podcast often because that's just creepy but um it's a cool way to look back and because i don't journal you know what i mean i don't right i don't blog so it's a cool way to look back and oh that's what i was up to okay interesting have you gone back and listened to? I'm, I'm looking at your your show right here, and it looks like March 20th was the first episode posted, 2017. There you go. Yeah, March 20th. Wow. And that was back in the days where our audio was pretty trash. We were <laughs> all recording through one USB mic, right? We had it on this Omni mode, and we were all just sort of huddled around it. We had to remember to not touch the table ever. <laughs> um, it's 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 been a ride. <laughs> well, and that's what's funny. That's literally what we tried to do last episode. <laughs> it just didn't yeah. work. <laughs> well, congratulations yeah. for me and uh, I'm sure from all of our Rad Dad listeners. And again, if you guys want to check out um, a similar flavor, of course, follow Creamy John's. Uh, check out Rad Dad Radio. It's on all, where all the finest podcasts can be found. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Cool. Um, in terms of uh, the rest of our show notes, um, those links in our show notes, you can find us on Discord, Patreon. You can send us an email at raddadradio1 at gmail.com. Um, we actually have an email from a few episodes back that we didn't quite get to that I want to bring up this episode, so I'm excited for that. Um, and then we have a, a, a Google voice line, 970-368-5694 or 970-FOWL. Ox for. I'm going to keep saying it. F O U L, Ox 
four. I feel like uh, Foul Ox is probably somebody's gamer tag out there. So if you are Foul Ox four, let us know. Um, we'll let you sponsor the show. It'll be great. Um, cool. And you guys are listening to us on Mixler. So thanks to our Mixler listeners. We are a live podcast right now. So uh, you can find us on Wednesday nights typically sometime around 8, 8.30, sometimes up till 9 o'clock, sometime between 8 and 9 o'clock Mountain Time. And that would be 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock Eastern Time. And uh, we appreciate you listening live. You can interact with the show, ask questions, comment, uh, take part in our trivia, top three, all that fun stuff. So thanks to yeah. uh, our dedicated just, live uh, listeners. Yeah, make sure you – I was just going to say make sure you turn your notifications on for Mixler. And it's a nice way to just – you don't have to think about it. It will just pop up on your phone. And if you're free, throw those buds in. Join us. Yeah, throw them buds in. Or it's a – I mean, I like listening to it uh, while – I'm playing video games like Rocket League's a good one for that. Last week I talked about I played Minecraft and <laughs> listened to you guys a little bit. So nice, yeah, just nice. find a find a dumb game to play and listen to a good podcast. Minecraft is not a dumb game. Uh, you're right. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I um, this is a rad dad podcast. We are, we are both fathers. Uh, I played a little split screen Minecraft with the seven year old today. She was thrilled. Uh, we we entered a a new realm and we were in a seated um, world that she created that was like a forest world and uh, good time. We happened to spawn very close to a village, so there were villagers there. We could steal their some of their supplies, their agriculture. I, I think I broke down and stole a couple of their beds so that we didn't have to. Wait, was this like an in-game village or was this like uh, like some other human? A real person. No, this is this is its own world, and there are villages in Minecraft. They're very rare, and you have to if you find them, they are occupied by a mob known as the villagers, and okay. Um, okay. they they got all kinds of stuff going on there. But if you start a new world, and you are and you find a village, it's nice because you can steal their shit <laughs> and trade with them, of course, if you get yourself some emeralds they will trade an emerald for enchanted weapons and things like that so we it, it's basically like starting on second base if you um if you're playing because we were playing survival mode so it's typically if you're out in the open it's okay we got to get wood we got to make some beds we got to get uh so a steady uh food supply going you know there's all these all these little survival game tasks you have to check off the list before you go exploring and go mining and stuff so that's cool. I do want to do that realm thing with you and you and your kiddo. I think that would be fun. That would be so much fun. She would lose it. I bet we can get. I bet. I feel like. I feel like Ranger Danger would, would try it out. I feel like Golden Bear would try it out. So we should. We should give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, we could have an ongoing, persistent world that whenever any of us popped in, we could build new things and create. You know, little neighborhoods could be fun. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, for those that are new to Rad Dad Radio, we are a podcast for dads, dudes, dorks, and dames. We are uh, a big, I guess, philosophizers around the idea of balance, that in our crazy, busy, stressful lives, it's good to have little moments where you get to just do shit that you love, whether that's reading comic books, watching movies, playing video games. Those are uh, important to a certain extent, and that's what this podcast is all about. Um, we're kind of a flavor of the week podcast, so whatever's going on in the real world, we'll talk about. And uh, sometimes it's a little more video games, sometimes a little more movies, sometimes we had a whole 
whole horror film podcast so we just kind of go go for a ride and uh if there's directions or things that you would like us to talk about vr is becoming more and more of a thing and and creams has been doing a great job of updating on that but if there's other subject matter that you guys want need have to have let us know we're happy to uh, include that kind of stuff in the show um fantastic what um so you played minecraft this week what else what else uh, any any other new games anything yeah i'm i meant to do this last week but i finally tried out battlefield 5 uh firestorm and yeah. i was pleasantly surprised i me too that was my reaction I, I yeah i did not think it would be something i would want to spend time in or you know I, I really like apex legends and i hop on that that's my go-to like hey i only got an hour 30 minutes i just want to scratch the itch play a couple games get my beak wet um apex legends is a good one for that but i bought battlefield 5 i'm like hey i should probably try this out that installed more than a couple weeks ago wasn't it in march i think or did they do it early april i don't know but i knew it was there and i saw it on some youtube channel i'm like oh that's right i have that on my xbox i need to try that and what i like about it uh, without going going too far into it is that unlike uh, Fortnite, you don't have to worry about, you know, being able to build and not just that, but being able to build well and quickly, right? Um, I also like that, unlike Apex Legends, there's no, there's no, you know, specific abilities, uh, ultra, you know, attacks or character traits or anything like that to think about. It is literally PUBG that works well and is way more interesting and has cooler maps. Yeah. A lot more verticality in the maps. That's how I would uh, describe I, I'm, it. I'm enjoying I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I PUBG, it. you're kind of fighting against all the other players and PUBG. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I played it with uh, Golden Bear, and we both um, we actually made it really far into our very first game, which I feel like is always pro- <laughs> promising for a a battle royale game. I mean. Yeah. Uh, we we haven't talked about Apex in a couple of weeks, but there's been a massive drop off. They're estimating around five million people have stopped playing that game altogether, and the theory behind that is that uh, people just got good, and that is just a, I guess a, a a factor of any large community game is that people are going to get good. They're going to learn all the tricks. They're going to learn all the the, the the side cuts and the short short winders and all that stuff and uh and I guess it's getting almost impossible for new players to pick up because it's it's just the learning curve is out of control so I'm interested to see if Apex adds a almost like a you know Halo does really great matchmaking based on your level I think that would be interesting if Apex well adds yeah that and like I think that. they need to take the Fortnite approach and change areas of the map and just be really on top of keeping it fresh, uh, providing, you know, randomly throw in like a vehicle for a season, you know, or mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, Fortnite, every time I look at that game, there's new things going on. Oh, hey, they got airplanes in this time. Or one of the more recent ones I saw is like you get in these little Jurassic uh, World uh, clear domes and you can like bounce around the map and travel that way. And the dome itself has a certain amount of uh, hit points and like I think if they get if they dip their toe into that world, and I know respawn is capable, I think they're I think they'll come back. I don't know if they're going to come back like they did when they start, but this is becoming sort of a market where battle royale is not just two or three games. It's you know everyone's going to try it and do their version of it, 
and I don't know that there needs to be a number one. They're all different games, com- you know, completely handled different, have a different aesthetic, uh, different pacing. I mean, I think one of the things I liked about Apex Legends initially was that you could blast through a game and even go go long in that game, and it's 20 minutes, you know, 30 minutes versus a round of PUBG. If you're going to the end, you're crawling in the bushes for like 45 minutes, you know, and mm-hmm. like down to the last players. It takes a long time to play that, play a match of that. And so, you know, if you play three matches with your friends and that's all you do for that night and you, you lose three times, then you kind of wonder like, well, what, what am I doing? Why am I, why did I spend that amount of time playing this game and not getting to taste anything close to victory? <laughs> well, and just circling back to battlefield five, like it was simple. Um, it didn't have a complicated menu system where you had to organize gear. It was really easy to just kind of know what you had and know what you need to drop. Just kind of a push of a button there. And it's super, it's easily the prettiest and most graphic, like highest fidelity graphical. Uh, oh, it looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks incredible. And um, the nice thing about the guns is they're all on swap mode. Like they're all, it, I mean, Sure, there's better guns than others, but at the end of the day, it still it simply comes down to who can get that headshot, and who can get yeah. that 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 um you know that that overview or that vantage point that's gonna let you kind of take down guys before they see you because there's no indication as to where anybody's at. There's helicopters, um, and then the fire. Did you have any interaction with that ring of fire? I got outside the ring uh, one round, and I was running. I was happy to I'm, I'm happy to report that you can outrun the wall so even if you're outside of it and you just book even if it's moving at least in the early stages like most of these games i mean it's not unique to battlefield 5 but um yeah you'll be able to outrun it and get back in get some meds in you you know heal up i i think the one thing so so like if if fortnite has building and PUBG has sort of clunky not a triple a title somewhat realism with bullet drop and all that and apex legends has special characters traits i'll say one thing that battlefield 5 has that makes it unique is the gadgets that you can pick up so oh yeah you can do airstrikes you can do um your smoke grenades your rocket pistol thing uh or grenade pistol or whatever like so that that's definitely interesting and that's like a nice little draw of the card when you come across the crate or an area and you and you pick up a you know a, a gadget is what they call them and it goes in your gadget slot and sometimes it seems like it's a whole nother gun sometimes it's just a proximity mine or maybe um you know like an anti anti-tank grenade or something i love that so yeah i um i don't know i i really liked it i want to play it with you i haven't played it with you yet but, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I need to play with people because I played solo and it was stressful. Well, <laughs> it was and fun, I think, but it was like very stressful. And it makes me wonder because you know EA, um, they also own, they also own uh, what's the name of the studio that made Apex? John, I'm blanking on Re- it. Respawn Entertainment. Respawn, yeah. So and just like EA likes to do, they were competing with themselves, and I think it was cool for them to release a really simplistic battle royale game. We forgot to mention. There's not classes, so it's only based on how your character looks. So there's no class advantage or anything like that. So that makes it different from Apex as well. So Level try it out. Field, yeah. yeah, try it out. Let me know what you think. Um, 
I uh, I definitely want to play it more. I think it's going to get me back into Battlefield. It's it's definitely well, my well. And I just th- I thought how they released it was like, well, no one's going to care about this. You you mm-hmm. put the full game out, and it was it was such bullshit. How it was sort of iterative releases. Like so many things in the main menu when you first got that game said coming soon, coming soon, and yeah. it was like, well, you know, I bought the game, so are you guys just finishing up? Are you still polishing? Yeah. What's going on? And then they had that. I think that. That mode and the the sales for that game would have been so much stronger if at launch it just had everything, including that battle royale mode. It's, right. You know, it's old well, news, knowing about it. Like, oh well, you can play it in six months, so just you know, hang in I, there. Like, my guess, my guess on this is now that it's out, is they wanted to see how people were going to react to Apex. They wanted to learn from Apex, and then I think they tried to put something out that was complementary to apex so that's my guess that's probably why and it, it also is just from a game mechanic perspective very different than anything else that you play in battlefield 5 so oh yeah i and hear so, you. yeah so what i did was i went in i lost my first couple rounds and i was like i haven't even played this game in a while i don't want to like put that kind of pressure on me so i went into team deathmatch and i played a couple of those and just was able to respawn and shoot a bunch of people and kind of get used to the feel and the guns again and then i went back and that's when i had fun so if you try it and you haven't played battlefield in a while i recommend playing some some real quick uh deathmatch first just to get some get some rounds fired and then go into the battle royale mode and definitely play with a squad I, i really wish people were online i was texting all you guys and it was just crickets out there i'm like come on somebody play battlefield with me i think it was just a bad night but yeah it was easter that's what it was it was easter sunday i'm like hey easter game time come on <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we oh you know we haven't even talked about zombie jesus day um yeah we we had some friends over it was a good time we played a lot of lawn sports um my my wife i love her just to give you kind of a quick family moment but um the kids both took a nap during a party which is really rare and it's like for parents hosting a party it's like oh my god is this really happening it's really happening okay let's go with it so both the kids went down for a nap and then my wife Lori just got to come out and drink a beer she threw a frisbee around and after everybody left um she was like oh she goes she goes oh my god i didn't know how much i needed that like just throwing a frisbee with a beer in one hand and just having a good old adult time so it was a it was a it was an awesome time a really great time so um, yeah, you guys had great photos uh, from your little <laughs> party there. You had Seth over there. You had the Golden Bear. Good Jay Hawker, Milkshake. Jay yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I played. A, I, I bought a new game uh, just to try it out. There was a there's a spring game sale on Xbox right now, so it's like up to 65% off a bunch of games. And Ooh. I went ahead and picked up Jurassic World Evolution. And nice. Premium, uh, and it has grabbed me, uh, to yeah. say the least. It... Um, so I've mentioned this in other episodes. I'm a camp director, and uh, spring is a stressful time for all of you camp directors out there because you're planning a world. You're creating a world for children to be safe in and learn and grow and succeed and have all these awesome adventures. And it's hard for me at the end of the day when you're all wound up with all that camp stress to, like, how do you unwind and just, like, um, you know, chill? And that game has helped me do that. I get to create a world. And let me just give you a sneak peek into it. But it is not just you're managing not just 
you're managing a park so you're everything from restaurants and shopping and clothes and you're picking the items that are being sold and like lemonade stand simulator you're you're picking the price point and how many staff are going to work in those shops you're setting up electric facilities you're running power throughout the entire park you're setting up transportation and trains and then on top of that you have all the dinosaur elements so you have to send out research teams to find fossils to extract dna to then build dinosaurs and modify their dna you can't put certain dinosaurs together turns out can't put a (laughs) triceratops and a t-rex together that ends badly but you can put like a dilophosaurus and an ankylosaur together and they just totally chill and have a good time together so um there's all that and then uh, on top of that there's weather scenarios there's sabotage so people will come in and try to steal your dinosaurs and you have to set up security for all that so i say all this cool i didn't and it's one island but there's actually six islands. So you just progress from island to island to island, and your goal is to get every island to a five-star level. Um, and I love it. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a blast doing that. Lori thinks I'm crazy. She's like, why would you do that? Why would you come home from camp and then basically work at camp again? I was like, because none of this matters. None of this matters. If, if a velociraptor gets loose and eats somebody, it's no big deal. You know what I mean? I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. You send out a well, team, you, you trank them. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You get a big dose of, uh, Goldblum in there, right? Oh yeah, he's to- he's constantly naysaying everything you're doing. Uh, are you sure about that? Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, let's add bigger dinosaurs. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see. Let's see how this goes. You know. <laughs> so I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's one of those games. Like once I play through all the islands, I probably won't go back to it. But for right now, it's uh, it's a ton of fun. So if you're into, I don't even know what you would call that. I guess it's a strategic management game, but. I it's would a park uh, sim is what you call it. There, there's um the zoo oh, okay. on roller coaster tycoon. Oh yeah, um, I guess it's like yeah, that. Just call it a park sim. Park sim, yeah. So I like it. Golden Bear's listening. Golden Bear, give it a shot. It, I don't know. I feel like if you like No Man's Sky, this is the same type of mentality. Like you're going out, you're collecting stuff, you're just constantly trying to upgrade and improve and learn weird little tricks of the trade, like. Last night, I had a restaurant, and I was like, why is nobody going in this restaurant? And it's because it wasn't near any of the attractions. And I was like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Just like a real park, if I put a restaurant next to the Brachiosaur uh, paddock, then people are going to probably go in there more than if I put it out by my electrical facilities, you know? So I don't know. I really like it. I really enjoy it, and I'm excited to continue playing it. Um, Last game. And and we'll spend some time on this. Is uh, there's a little a little game called Mortal Kombat that came Mortal out. Mortal Kombat. Did you see the new trailer they had? And they actually put that song yes. all over the yes. trailer. I was stoked. I was like, yes, it's come full circle. Yes. Um. Yeah. So me and Golden Bear, my game wife, uh, he we just split it and we got it and we have it. And I played a little bit of it the last couple nights. It's a very intense campaign. So if you're not into it, I think the biggest qualm that people have with Mortal Kombat is like, oh, well, I mean, you play it and then what? Like, what do you what do? You do? You just get really good at it. And then, so a lot of people don't think it has the best shelf life, but the campaign on this game is huge. It's massive. And it's like a, very similar to the last, I guess it would be the last, um, that last DC fighting game that they came out with, Injustice, similar yeah. to that, where it's like cutscene, 
fight, cutscene, fight, cutscene, fight. So it's pretty fun. It gives you a chance to kind of get good with all the characters. You play with them as, you know, two or three times and you start to get good with the different characters. And ultimately, by the time you finish the campaign, you're going to be good or have a preference, I would say, with somebody. But yeah. uh, it feels good, John. Like it has, it's um, compared to Mortal Kombat 10, it just feels like the hits are harder. And then there, you know, the x-ray. So there's an x-ray function in the last game where if you hit both triggers, it kind of yeah. goes into this um, kind of quick time sequence of bones breaking and you know, yeah. lots of blood and gore. They mix that in to other moves, just real quick ones. So like if the classic Mortal Kombat uppercut, that's one where you just see the fist hit the jaw and teeth go everywhere, you know. So nice. it's really fun. I played online last night. And um, I got fatalityed. There's Ooh. this, yeah. There's this character called Scarlet, and she has like a blood ability, so she can like pull blood from your body and turn it into like weapons. And uh, I died. She pulled all the blood out of my body, turned it into like 18 spikes, and then just shoom, dropped it down on me. <laughs> it's pretty oh, sick. It's pretty cool. So I definitely want to. I hope you get it, Cream, because I want to play it with you so we can talk about it more on the pod. But it's a good yeah, time. I'm pretty sure I am. And, you know, Mortal Kombat is also another great uh, game to just have around when you have people over and you're yes. hanging around. And it's yeah, like, we played. We wanna, played while you, you were out here. fight each other? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Um, I'm exci- I haven't played hardly any of the characters. I played, like, Cassie Cage. I played Scorpion, of course. Um, <laughs> I think that's literally all the only characters I've played with so far. Yeah, um, yeah. Lori tried to watch a little bit of it, and it was too gory for her. She's like, "This is stupid. I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> this is incredibly violent. <laughs> it's over. That's another big difference uh, from the last one. It it is just over the top violent. Um, like the I don't know how, how you would call this, but like the liquid animations. Like you watch blood splatter and then separate in slow motion, and it's oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm st- uh, yeah. I really want to. I really need to fire it up because it looks awesome. Um, I think uh, I think I have a date with Joe for that. Like I told oh, cool. him it was, it was coming out and that it, him and I had played a lot of it in the past. It was kind of one of those, um, hey, we went out, we went drinking, we saw a movie, and we get back, you know, we Uber back, and we're, we're still pretty pretty lit up, and we crack another beer, and it's like that is the only option. We fire up Mortal Kombat, and we kick the shit out of each other. It's it just... Uh, yeah. Find, yeah, find a buddy, and and then also, uh, my wife, she doesn't play any video games except Mortal Kombat, and she kicks. Oh, my there you ass. go. So, that's a real nice one for me. Like, does, <laughs> there you go. Does uh, does your wife play any video games at she, all? Like like, do you ever walk down into your little man cave and oh, you're on the Xbox? No, my bad. I'll, I'll no, wait no, 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 no. If that happened, I would instantly think <laughs> that she was a replicant or there's something not good going going you're, on. Yeah. <laughs> I would stumbled think... into an alternate dimension, and she just looks at you with a very blank face, like, "Honey, I see that you're home." join me won't you sit down and help yeah. me unlock this achievement and you're like no this is wrong something's wrong who are you yeah it's um yeah. it yeah it's a lot of fun i, I it's su- like you said it's super fun to play with friends when especially when they're there and you can like punch them in real life when they when they do a fatality on you or something like that oh, but hell yeah um just to keep with the mortal combat theme i have some um mortal combat 
leaked characters that I want to run by you. So, gosh, f- four episodes ago, we we, we kind of speculated. If you remember, Shaggy was uh, <laughs> at one point. Shaggy from Scooby Doo was uh, people on Twitter were trying to get him in the game. Yeah, that was like a total Reddit Twitter situation. That was never the plans of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you know? Well, you know the. W- w- nether realm is that the name of the studio yeah they yeah. were like instantly like no this is not happening <laughs> yeah so i wanted to share with you guys uh so what had happened is someone got a hold of a um the disc and loaded it up into a modded piece or ps4 and was yeah. able to essentially data mine and was able to find these characters so it's pretty much confirmed though it is still pretty rumory but i thought it would be fun to talk about so um the first one is an obvious one shang sung uh, you got him from pre-ordering the game. So Shang Tsung, who was the, the OG bad guy in the first Mortal Kombat, he yeah. is in there. Um, Sindel. Do you remember Sindel? Um, Sindel. Yeah, yeah, vaguely, yeah. She's Lady Goro, basically. Oh, shit. Okay. I always oh, like Oh, no, wait. No, that's Shiva. Oh, you're right. I'm getting him backwards. That's like Goro's cousin or something, right? Sindel's like the the witch looking lady, right? Sindel. Oh yeah, um, she is. She screams and yeah. she uses her hair a lot to like okay. throw you around. Yeah. So Sindel's apparently going to be coming out. Um, do you know? Uh, oh, and then Shiva as well. So Shiva is Lady Lady Goro with the four arms. Is it four arms? Six arms? How many arms does she have? Um, four arms. She has four arms. Yep. She also has big, uh, big uh, baby feeders there. If you know what I mean. If you're, into, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Breasts? Is that <laughs> yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, another one is Fujin. Do you know Fujin? Not familiar with Fujin. Fujin? I am not familiar with either. Fujin is, um, he's he's got like a long white ponytail. Um, okay. And uh, at the end of his ponytail is like a blade, and he uses his hair a lot uh, to, to cut you up. So, um, Ooh, hair attacks. Yep, he is gonna be in there. And then in terms of some of the like not Mortal Kombat characters, oh, I'm sorry, the last one is Nightwolf. Nightwolf, the Native American character with the tomahawk. He's one of my favorites. He is gonna be in there as well. Uh, the Terminator is gonna be in the game. Oh, shut your mouth! Yeah, stop I don't... talking. Is that real? That's confirmed or rumored? That this again? This is all data mined. It's pretty much confirmed. Never Realm Ooh. Studios has not made a comment, so we'll we'll keep on it, but. According Ooh. to this, according to this website, yeah, Terminator's in there. My hope is that round one, it's like uh, T eight hundred Arnold Schwarzenegger kicking butt, and then round two, everything gets beaten off of him, and it's a T, it's a, it's a, you know, the metal well, cyborg. Well, think of how they do the variants, and especially in this new one with all the different swappable armor pieces and yeah. character pieces. Like that's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Oh man. Here's another one you're gonna like. Uh, Ash of uh evil dead movie franchise nice. is going to be in the game ashley's uh, in there bruce, nice bruce campbell uh he's got a shotgun and a chainsaw arm <laughs> say hello to my boomstick baby let's go yeah this we also have boomstick dude you're gonna love all of these these are like all very john people so so far we have terminator ash the next one is spawn is going to be in the game and that is pretty much again confirmed todd mcfarlane hinted at it a while back that you'll uh that spawn is going to be coming at you real soon and um so people think that that's legit so spawn is going to be in the game 
nice. then the the last one is the Dark Knight's Joker will be in the game. Heath Ledger himself. No. Yeah. Th- that can't be real. It's real. I don't believe you. You shouldn't. It's but too that's cool for school, man. This is a that's Forbes.com awesome. article, so yeah. No, um. that's too awesome. <laughs> I have to, buy, I have to get this now, and I yeah. want all the packs. <laughs> that's awesome. Get a, yeah, get the hundred dollar version. Um, so yeah, Mortal Kombat. I figured we would go right into um, our top three there, John. So ooh, top, top, top three. Ladies and gentlemen, to you and yours around the world, sit tight, buckle up, and scooch in. Because tonight we're going to break down the top, top, top three Mortal Kombat characters of all time. Finish him. Get over here. Fatality. John, have you thought, have you taken some time, have you thought about your top three all time Mortal Kombat characters? I have, Joel. Yes, I have. I So I want to start with my honorable mention. Honorable? Okay. I like honorable mentions. I'll I give you one, too. I want to start with my honorable mention. Um, Melina from Mortal Kombat. Oh, X. yeah. Very interesting character. And again, I talked about how that's the one video game I can sit down for you know longer than 10 minutes and play with my wife, which if you have one of these one of these wives that you know is not not big into the the digital arts the you know video gaming uh this is a this is a big deal for me if i can sit down and we both can crack a beer and you know the kiddos are sleeping in the next room and you know just beat the shit out of each other violently um so th- <laughs> so that one was like really uh, like that was her character for in in many of the times that she kicked my ass and it's this um character that she has this little um sort of veil over her face and then she takes it off and she's got these really disturbing like monster yeah it's awful it's really it's awful it's yeah. pretty scary um, so that's my honorable mention um did you my have, honor- do you have an yeah, honorable mention yeah, yeah boracho is my on- honorable mention he's kind of a, a heavier set uh portly fella he likes okay. to drink a lot of beer and he'll puke on you a lot he'll throw up on you a lot he was in mortal uh-huh. kombat armageddon uh, which was one of the last Mortal Kombat games to come out for the original Xbox, but he, uh, I always had fun with him. He was always so silly. It's like one of these guys is not like the other. Everyone's like ripped and abs, and then there's like yeah. this fat dude with a beer the size of like Jordan's to- torso, you know? So yeah, <laughs> he's my awesome. honorable mention. What's your number three? Uh, okay, so my number three is Liu Kang. He's just a, he's been a go-to <laughs> since like, Mortal Kombat two. Yeah, you got the the what is it the flying dragon kick the bicycle the kick. bicycle kick yep yeah and i had some success with him when you and i played last week when we were mm-hmm. irl sitting he's on fast. the couch he's yeah. fast and i think anytime i play any of the modern mortal kombat games whoever i'm playing with we have an agreement where you know for a minute we can hit start and look at the look at the moves you know and mm-hmm. try to get a couple in our mind before we go into the game yeah which sometimes that can screw you right because you're getting punched all around the map while you're trying to you know shoot remember moves yeah instead of focusing yeah. on just you know getting damage done on the other player on, on your opponent um so yeah i i, I like Liu kang he's he's just a general kind of all-around karate fighter he's solid he's dude. A badass he's essentially bruce lee right yeah, 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 for sure. And I think that had to have been an inspiration when they designed the character. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. A thousand percent. Definitely. 
Um, my my number three is is Nightwolf. Nightwolf uh, we mentioned earlier is uh, a na- Native American character. A lot of different god type characters in the uh, in the Mortal Kombat franchise, and he kind of represents the Native American uh, like character. And he's got a tomahawk. A lot of green shit comes out of it. He can turn into yeah. a wolf, um, and he looks super badass. I think he looks awesome. So that's my number three. Nice, solid number three. Thanks, bro. Um, Move on to our number twos. Number two. Top three. My number two is uh, Xenomorph from Alien, or I'm sorry, (laughs) Alien from, uh, yeah. From Mortal Kombat X. X. Yeah, Yeah. X was the the featured character. Yeah, I I lost my mind. I mean, Alien, Predator, Jason, Leatherface, those were some really good DLC characters. And I don't know if there's anything better than playing alien versus predator in mortal Kombat. that is about as cool as mortal Kombat gets <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool my my it, number it, yeah my number two is in a similar kind of guest character spot which is jason Voorhees, and uh yes. he's super yes. slow kill and sluggish all, jason kill them all jason do it for mommy <laughs> Make but he's mommy proud He's very slow and sluggish, but when he gets a hold of you, he does a lot of damage. And you can knock his mask off, which I think is just a fun little feature, and his big, ugly, deformed face will show up. And no offense to anyone with a face like that. It's just a game. But, uh, yeah, Jason <laughs> Jason Voorhees is my number two for show. I like that, number two. Um, so, number one, I landed on Goro. Goro. I don't know. I don't know if it's my favorite or if it's just I do well with him. Um, so yeah, I went. I went Goro number one. I really. I mean, some of his attacks are unique. Obviously, in the fact that he has four arms, he's basically the size of the Incredible Hulk, and his there's a variant. There's like the Dragon Punch. Or, or flame punch Goro. Uh-huh. There's I forget the three variants, but there's one that I really like, and he's a real like charger type Goro. So basically, he'll just <coughs> run at you <coughs> or do this like kind of spin around windmill throwing blow things, and there is no there like you cannot block it. Like you are just gonna get Goroed, and um, <laughs> it's yeah. He's, he's I remember one. I, I he's, he looks badass. I love he the looks character's badass. design. You know, yeah. he just really looks super cool yeah um, he's half I go, human I Goro. half human half dragon shokan he's he's uh he's i remember being a kid and playing that game on the sega genesis the very first mortal Kombat game and he made you sweat he he was so intimidating and when you finally got there you were uh you were scared to death you just button mash and breaking controllers yeah oh man my number one is scorpion I like Scorpion a lot. Get over here! Get over here! He's a he's a demon man who has a skull for a face. He he has a lot of uh, fire abilities that showed up in the later iterations of the game. And then of course yeah. he has his classic chain that will go right through you. They kind of nerfed it in this new game. I'm not gonna lie. Um, remember in other games you were kind of like stunned and you could kind of just do whatever you want to them. In this game, yeah. it's a full animation of. <clears throat> the chain get over here and then you like slash them with a sword and then that's it and then they kind of get up and you're back to the fight so yeah but i love him i think he's great there's a lot big of moves fan, you can do uh, yeah big fan i i really considered him uh for my list and i think he's way cooler than sub-zero <laughs> 
Yeah, I almost put Sub Zero on here, but I th- I, yeah. I, they're kind of the same character. They both a little bit, th- but I think a lot of people get offended, and I apologize if. Uh... <laughs> yeah, if you're listening and you're a Sub Sub Zero guy, he's a classic. All right, he's good. We get it. We we we, we do like him. Yes, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we want to do is alienate the Sub Zero fans on this podcast. You know. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> We had a awesome, long talk man. about that earlier today. <laughs> we did. A long talk. Let's be careful. Let's be sensitive. It's a tr- it's a tricky time. All right, Cream. Talk to me about VR, baby. Welcome to the VR corner with Cream Beckberg. Hello. Um, so, I did something really cool today. Okay. Do you want to know what I did today? What did you do? I sat down with my uh, my favorite dweeb. His name's Zane. Uh, he's been. We got to get him on here. Actually, I think that would be a fun guest. Okay. Because he, let's do it. He's, he's much. He's much more of a PC gamer. But anyways, sat down with my buddy. This man. He. Uh, he's a miner of, of cryptocurrency. He's a builder of badass gaming machines. If I ever am confused or have a tech question, or if I want his advice before I purchase, you know, something um computer related or tech related i i always talk to him and man if you don't got a zane you got to find you a zane it's Mm -hmm. good to have that guy in your life um and so him and i we sat down and we set up all of the parts that that are going to go into my new gaming pc Ooh, very exciting exciting. so we haven't started the build yet but basically we have them all reserved at our local micro center and I believe we're gonna try to do it tomorrow. But oh, cool! We're yeah, we're gonna build. You should film uh, it, man. You should uh, like. I think I will. Yeah, yeah, I think I will. And I and I definitely want to be a part of putting it together. Like I think it would be really fun if we had the time for him to not touch a thing and walk me through it. Right. Oh, he would totally. Zane would totally go for that. I think because him and I, him and I, John, would, John, John. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've um we've we've built computers before. Uh, the last time I built a PC with him, it was like 2003 or four. So, this is before Steam was a thing, and this was before, like, right as like Xbox Live was getting into its groove. I mean, okay. this is a long okay. time ago that I had any experience uh, building a gaming PC. Right now, I have a gaming laptop, but it's very limited into what it can run. You know, it is, and and it's three years old, right? So it's it's not not a, a force by any stretch um so final um price tag on this pc i think we landed here let me somewhere. guess let me guess yeah me yeah guess. guess yeah i'm gonna say and just how many individual like parts did you purchase well here, here's what i'll here's what i'll say this is the only thing that you would need to know if you were going to give a guess was okay. The only thing that is secondhand is his GPU, his graphics card, right? Okay. okay. And, and it is a it is a beast, and he's given me a really good deal on it. So that's the one thing you would have to know if you were going to guess, right? What kind of monitor did you get? No monitor. Oh. I'm no monitor. I'm it into my TV, and I'm, I'm basically just using it for VR. So I'm going to use oh. my um, my 4K uh, to play some PC games on. But I mean, I'm. I'm putting this computer together for the purpose of VR. All right. Well, I mean, my guess is going to be, I'm going to say all together, it costs you $749. We landed at, let's see, it'll be 
So there's the six. It'll it'll end up coming in about eight fifty. Oh, so okay. not a bad guess. Pretty close. Okay. And like I said, I'm getting a steal on this graphics card. But anyways, you know, that's we go awesome, into man. Micro Center. Yeah, we pick out a case. The case I got is cool. The it's like a square, right? So it kind of mm -hmm. looks like a almost like a subwoofer, but like oh, a cool. short subwoofer. Oh, cool. And it has these industrial handles on the side because my goal is I want this to be movable. I want to be able to take it to friend's house, you know, a, a friend's house easily uh -huh. and, and set up and show people VR. Um, and then, yeah, so so we did that today. I'll, I'll, I'll have more news and maybe we'll put some of the videos up on our Rad Dad Instagram of the process and putting it together. Maybe we'll do a time lapse, something like that. Please let us know in the chat if that's something you'd be interested in or if you have any questions about you know, putting together a budget PC that I, I kind of consider this budget PC, but not really because you could, you could make a VR capable PC around $400, $500. If you were really cutting corners, right? Like if you're really skimping on a lot of stuff, but it would work, you know? Yeah. Um, but Zane's the type of guy that once you sit down and you talk about saving $20 here or $30 here, he's like, no, don't do that. Let's future-proof it, right? You want to you want to play this thing for a few years and not have to upgrade it. Just trust me. You know, he's like really hard because I'm a penny pincher. You know, I'm uh -huh. like really. I try to be really cheap and really responsible with what I'm putting into. You know, something that's basically a toy. You know, and uh -huh. I look at it for what it is. It's like, oh, this is a way I can waste time and lose more money by not, you know, working and you know, whatever. Um. So, yeah. anyways. Uh, that's the the beginning of the VR corner. Um, the the next part is as as of this recording, we are five days, ten hours, twenty three minutes, and six seconds away from five seconds. Well, now it's one second um, <laughs> from um, the F eight uh, Facebook com conference. Um, it's a conversation about technology and human connection, and it is it's very very likely i would say it's 90 90 something percent that this is when we get the release of the oculus quest and the oculus rift five or s okay what oculus oculus rift s and that's the one i'm getting the pc version right yeah and so we are talking about monday and wow if i have this computer done i will be in the metaverse yeah wow come Come what's the, the first what's the game what's like the that. first game you're gonna get for it it's a really good question um what's funny is that's my that's my next topic it's a piece of it's actually just an application it's not a game and it is a sculpting application and it is Whoa. called oculus medium is the name of this software oh medium i get and it and so what it is yeah like a psychic and so <laughs> what's yeah and so uh no, so what it is is it's a uh, it's a digital sculpt sculpting tool, in which you use virtual reality and the six degrees of freedom, motion controllers and all that to basically add and remove clay. And I mean, it is you're working in a virtual environment, so you don't need a space to. Do, and I'm and I'm new to sculpting, but I'm very excited to like churn out some some images. Um, I'll give you an idea, Joel, in the Skype chat and. You know, I don't know if this is something you would want to, you know, share somewhere else or if that was possible. But I'll, I just want to show you some of these images of, you know, what's what's possible in 
this uh, in this suite. And so that comes free with the headset. And so oh, when you cool. ask me, like, what's my first game I want to get? There's a bunch of games I want to get, but a lot of the stuff I want to get, you know, there you can quickly find yourself a couple hundred dollars into a whole new platform and new video games. And what I'm finding is that there's so many um, applications, experiences, games that are just free. And the headset itself is going to come with a bunch of different uh, free applications. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait, I'm going to do my best to like wait a month and play the hell out of everything that comes with it. Like there's a good chance robo recall comes with it. Super hot. I think was released for free when um, Oculus debuted their touch controllers like two years ago. So there's a good chance a lot of these are coming out for free. And then there's games like Rec Room, which are user-generated uh, games, and they, they have Rec Royale on there, which is kind of a cartoon, really cartoony version of a Battle, Battle Royale PUBG-style game. But you're it's in virtual reality, so you're running around. Um, if you were to go in on the quest somehow... Um, you and I could play this together. Uh, my buddy Kevin is planning on getting the quest. And what's cool is any multiplayer game on that quest will be on the Rift, and they're 100% supporting cross-play between devices. So I'll be able to play on a different platform and uh, and play with you know anyone who anyone who's on the quest or on the Oculus PC flat, uh, platform. Um, did did those images come up for you? Uh, no, I didn't see anything pop up, but um, I'll keep looking for them. Um, they, should, they should be on your like Oculus chat, or not Oculus, the uh, Skype chat uh, mode or whatever. But there's this artist. He he's a king, man. He's like uh, he does like really like Geiger type sculptures oh, yeah. and stuff. Super compl- um, complex alien. Yeah, alien stuff. style. Lots of detail, you know. And then once you sculpt in this. Um, software you can export those files and you can 3d print them so my goal is to like start making bus or like action figures of the podcast members and stuff so like we could do a rad dad series oh, wow we could do yeah and and just make little six inch wow. eight inch <laughs> action crazy. figures of me and my friends that we could put on our desks and people could watch and you know you would 3d print it you would sand it you would paint it by hand, right? Oh my God, John, not, you're going to open up a whole new world of well, creativity. You know, like, I, so I've always loved drawing. I like watercolor. I like alcohol markers. I like just alcohol. You know, I, I like to use a lot of different mediums, but this is going to be one that I feel like could be some kind of game changer where it was just never a possibility, never an option until you know, a week from now and I'll have this and I'm going to be sitting in a chair looking at something that doesn't exist and making gum wrinkles and eyeline, you know, like eyelids over creepy monsters and, and all this stuff. Um, the, if, if I had to tell you to check out one artist that I've, I really admire that's using this Oculus medium, his name is Don, uh, Dominic Queck. It's Q W E K. If you, youtube him or just do a google image search of him he'll come up and again the app is called oculus medium and uh yeah i'm freaking out as an artist i look at this and it's like oh hey here's a whole bunch of new tools so yeah have fun see what you can make and i'm really planning on making some weird shit so once i start turning some of that stuff out definitely keep an eye on the rad dad instagram because we'll put that on there and if there's a way to record video and get 3d 
you know, the, uh, make a bust of an alien or something crazy and uh-huh. have it rotate for you guys so you could see all the, all awesome. the angles. And Joel, you can reach up in this app and light it. Like just there's a light oh, above cool. your head and, and grab the light and change oh, wow. it. You know, ch- change where the light's sitting. Uh, I saw a video where a guy is uh, in the middle of a sculpture and he just decides he go he opens up his toolbar on his left hand and he he pulls a speaker out of there and puts the speaker down on the ground behind the sculpture and now that speaker is like playing mp3s from his computer and it's oh, positional wow. audio it's coming from that <laughs> from that wow. speaker on the Holy floor cow yeah it's some next level shit and and you know my whole motive getting into this was I got bit by the VR bug. I realized that a level of immersion in just playing video games. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why, but I hadn't even considered it as, you know, an art medium. I knew there were some art programs like um, Google has a, build, a big one called Tilt Brush, but that's more mm-hmm. of like a 3D painting type app. And you can do uh-huh. a lot of cool stuff in there. But once I saw this Oculus medium, oh, I got a little. That's awesome, yeah. man. Wow. Oh, tingle inside, yeah. Um, um, the only other the only other VR news, real quick, is the Nintendo Labo VR kit right now is selling out. Um, right as of the 19th, so the, I'm sure they've restocked. But as of the 19th, Amazon, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, Newegg, they are completely sold out of this Nintendo Labo kit, which is a VR um, upgrade to the Nintendo Switch. So I don't Which know if weird. You, you're aware that this was out. Yeah, but... it's weird because it's getting really bad reviews being uncomfortable and I mean it's cardboard essentially, you know what I mean? Right. With right. lenses and you it. are if you're 10 or if you're sure. 13 and entry, your dad doesn't want to get you an Oculus and a PC like that's a really cool way and I think this kind of stuff is the kind of stuff that helps the industry and if we remember back to Nintendo's last attempt at virtual reality uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever play the Virtual what Boy? What was it called? The Virtual Boy. Yeah, I played yeah. it. I played Josh Stacy's, and it about it yeah. gave me a headache, dude. It was like laser yeah. red, bright red on black contrast, and I remember playing <laughs> Mario Tennis. It was and horrible. It was so. It like made you want to scream. Like it was p- painful. The level of excitement when you saw it sitting on a table was like, oh what it am looked I about cool to try and then you well, put it on and, and that's like, oh this is trash that's my theory on the labo thing is i think that is going to be one of those things that people laugh about and it's going to be like a, one of those like gamer collector items you know i d- yeah i i completely disagree i've seen reviews <laughs> on it and i've seen people in the industry who are used to high-end um you know head 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 mounted displays like oculus and htc and they are saying like it's fun it's addictive it's you know short little session type games right like you're not uh-huh. you're not playing you're not strapping it to your head you and can't play like link an hour or an hour and a half can you play um, zelda yeah, well that's an update they're putting up they're putting out i believe it's out now but they're they they just announced that they're going to support um zelda what's what's the name of that game that damn it zelda I, something breath of the wild Wins- Breath of the Wild, thank you. Um, so Breath of the Wild and whatever the current Mario is on there, they're gonna do a, a VR update, so you can play the game as it is, but you just have a 3D view of it. And mm-hmm. um, the other cool thing about the, these Labo kits is it's sort of like the Lego model, where it's I imagine it's a lot of fun to build it, right? 
Oh yeah, that's like part of that's part of the whole Labo thing. That you look through, and it's a gun. They have another one that's like a bird, and you hold this bird up to your face, and you control the wings with your left and right hand, and then at your feet is another little um, like like fin that you you press with your foot to to generate like a little fan that blows, and when you do it, it wafts like air up at your face so that's sort of like part of the immersion it's definitely a kid's toy but i think if you're a kid and you're 11 years old and you get this for christmas and you're building this stuff oh yeah we would love that if we were kids for sure yeah yeah and if you're discovering what what vr is and then you know i think that helps the industry because you're able to introduce to people at a much earlier age so yeah yeah, awesome, man. All, well, that's, yeah, that's kind of. I'm excited. All I have for uh, this week. Next week, I'm I'm excited for you to break down this fate conference and kind of keep us up to date on all that. Well, and, and just know that, uh, like the F5 that they did last year, I will. You know, I got my I got my watch set because they're going to announce these headsets. That's the weirdest thing is that unlike any other video game or video game console, there's no release date for these headsets. Oculus uh-huh. has chosen a very strange marketing strategy for this where i'm pretty sure they just want zuckerberg to walk out hold up two headsets and be like go to best Boom. buy now they're available you can have this um and when i watch this announcement i will be sitting amongst other people in the vr community in oh, virtual reality God. with my oculus go and watching oh, it man. you know in virtual reality that's nerdy so, it's pretty nerdy but it's cool I know, but, it, but it's, <laughs> it's like some next level future shit if you think about it i mean it is so yeah, VR corner. Everyone, VR everyone buy a VR headset. Corner. Start paying for this shit so that we can make it better together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's time for trivia for treasure. Hey. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's trivia is brought to you by Mixler.com. If you're interested in listening to live podcasts, check out Mixler.com for all your live podcast needs. Here are the rules. Folks at home, if you want to play with us, just go ahead and let us know in the chat. And then, of course, if you're listening to this after the live air date, feel free to shout out answers in your car or at your children or random people you're walking by on the street. First listener that gets to 15 gold bars, that's what you get for winning the overall game, is going to be awarded a collapsible shot glass, a Red Dead Redemption shot glass. And first on-air guest or host that gets to 15 is going to get a legitimate cowboy hat, a real deal. No costume cowboy hat. It's something that Kevin Costner would wear on his ranch in Wyoming. I can't wait. John, I created tonight's trivia. Give us an update on the scoreboard. Scoreboard update. Currently with six points. Or, I'm sorry, six gold bars. We got everyone's favorite google man or is he a bing man the nighthawk we got uh tied with three in second place me and uh the super shark joel joel shark johnson and in uh third place tied up with all all these these morons have one point this is jordan carl the golden bear reno ash and uh seth oglesthorpe so (laughs) Lots of bars sitting out there. Right on. Well, tonight's trivia. I feel good about my tied second place position, though. Well, you could suck at trivia. You could take it tonight. I think this is this is going to be your night, there, Creamy John. So, um, I I picked trivia that is reflective of tonight's episode. Um, And in a little bit, we're going to be getting in game in the membrane. So there's some Marvel Marvel trivia on here. Question one: 
in Marvel Comics, what is the seventh Infinity Stone? What is the seventh Infinity Stone? Dang, they're, they're ordered. <laughs> What's that? Oh wait, seven? No, there's five, right? There's six. There's six Infinity oh, Stones. Oh, okay, because one for each knuckle, and then and then the, the hand part. Yes. So what is the seventh? Uh huh. Jeez, man. Do I answer now, or do I have to like wait until chat is ready? Well, we got two folks on chat that are going to be playing, and uh, so okay. I'm just waiting on their answers. But yeah, so in terms, I have to ponder this. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the Reality Stone. Yes. There's the Soul Stone. There's the Mind Stone. There's the Space Stone, the Time Stone, and the Power Stone. Um, what's your oh. uh, What's your guess there, Creams? Um, I have no idea, so I'm just gonna say the ki- the kidney. The ki- <laughs> yes, I have, I have no idea. That's a good one. That's kidney a good stone. one. That is the seventh, and it's the it's it's probably the worst one to be up against. <laughs> All right, uh, Nighthawk says the ego stone. Ventrilofart says the boner stone, and Golden hey. Bear says the heart stone. And then he adds, that might be Captain Planet. <laughs> the correct an- the correct answer is the Ego Stone in uh, there's a uh, the Ultraverse, Marvel Ultraverse. They introduced the Ego Stone, which kind of worked really well on Thanos because he has uh, quite an ego on him. So, um, And we just busted out Nighthawk. That was a test to see if you were Googling that. No one should know that unless they read the comics. Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that Nighthawk. So I'm a, I'm officially skeptical. Um, I'm officially no, that's skeptical. proof positive. That's proof positive that he is googling this shit. Well, and I happen to have the comic that this is in. I just haven't got. I didn't remember and when this was from that there. Published probably 19... 2009 about. Okay. And yeah. uh, so I, I'm an, I'm looking at the comic right now, maybe, Nighthawk. Maybe Nighthawk. And read if that. It, I don't know. if you can let me know the writer, who what's the writer on that comic book? If you can send me a text of that, um, that would help validate that that might be too hard um but not for him he'll, he'll google it up real quick for you I, i'm just scared that people are gonna dox nighthawk and like send swat teams to his house now that because he's it's pretty obvious he's a cheater anyway moving on to question number two question number two the sierra c30 auto gyro was the first military helicopter what year did it debut what year did the first military helicopter debut? We'll oh, take wow. closest to the correct answer for this one. Chat, let's be really fast. Um, if it's after about mm, 15, 20 seconds, then I'm going to go ahead and move on to Creamy John's and the next question. So have y'all fingers ready, all right? First widely used military helicopter is the question. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily what say year? widely, but it's definitely was the first on record military helicopter that was. Well, used. all I'm saying is that it wasn't a concept like the Air Force used it, and yes, you it know, was Army used. used it and, yes, yeah. yeah. All right, what's your answer, Cream? I'll say 1960. I don't know. 19... I, I know. I know previ- I know pre Vietnam because Vietnam is like the helicopter war, and that that I think of. So maybe I'll go earlier. I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to say 1957. Okay. 1957 is your final answer. We have uh, Ventrilofart, 1969. Golden Bear, 1914. And Nighthawk, 1980. 
Golden Bear has it. The correct answer was 1933. So good job, Golden oh, nice. Bear. So, you get a point. So World War II, right? Uh, yeah, so that it makes okay. the reason I looked this up is because Battlefield Five. It makes sense in that Firestorm Battle Royale mode that there's helicopters there. So okay, Good all question, right, Joel. Thanks, bud. Uh, Good job, Golden Bear. You'll like this one. The first movie to utilize virtual reality as a plot device was The Men Who Awoke. What year was this movie released? What year was this movie released? The, the Men, Men Who Awoke. Who, who awoke. First movie to utilize virtual reality as a plot device. Wow, I thought you're, I thought it was the Lawnmower Man or something. That's a fair guess. I mean, that would have been my guess. It's a badass <laughs> movie too. It's I mean, it probably doesn't hold up, but that's a good movie. Yeah, like Ghost has... in the Machine. That was another one that had a, v, a cool VR scene. There was a yeah, kid playing. You got Ed VR Norton, or not Ed, and... Ed? Not Ed Norton. Ed Eddie Furlong in there. All right, oh, Cream. Yeah. What's your answer? Um. I will guess 1980. 1980. Fart says 1973. Nighthawk says 1975. And Golden Bear says 1976. The correct answer is also 1933. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. It's a black and white uh movie where um using machines men could have a simulated reality in their brains and so that is known as the first instant of virtual reality so good job jordan shaquille jordan's on the board with one point and next question we have and there's two questions left cream so you got to get these next two if you want to take this thing yeah which of the following isn't a Mortal Kombat character. So which of the following isn't a Mortal Kombat character? Is it A, Blaze, B, Shadow, 3, Mocop, or 4, Meat? Which of the following is not a Mortal Kombat character? Is it A, Blaze, B, Shadow, 3, Mocop, and 4, Meat? Go ahead and wait for our answers here. These are some. Uh, I found an awesome Wikipedia of like a list of every single Mortal Kombat character, and there are so many. There's like hundreds, over a hundred easily, There's of all bunch, the different yeah. people that have been in Mortal Kombat characters. Do you count? Like, remember the DC versus Mortal Kombat game that came out? Yeah, I think it all counts. I mean, if it has Mortal Kombat on the title, then that counts as a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. All right. Well, Batman's we a Mortal Kombat uh, character then. <laughs> me and the podcast boys were hanging out and we were um, watching the complete history of Mortal Kombat. Oh as yeah. Far as the I saw that. Concerned. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Maybe I watched it with you. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I, I may have watched it when we were over when I was over at your house. Okay. Um. But the um. Was that Mortal Kombat Four? The uh-huh. one that was on PlayStation. Do you remember that one? And how? But ugly that thing was uh like, yeah that was the first one with 3d remember yeah, uh, like it wasn't yeah, linear sidestep yeah. yes yep and, it, and i think it also introduced like weapons like maybe swords and stuff like the that, bad but bad guy man. was shinnok who could turn into any other character yeah, yeah. hard to look at oh he's a he plays a big part in the campaign so far of the mortal Kombat combat 11 all right, we have our answers cream what is your answer is it a blaze b shadow c mocap or 
uh, D meat. Um, I, I guess I'm gonna go mo cop. I feel like that one might be fake. Okay, uh, we have Nighthawk saying B. Ventrilo, uh, I guess Nighthawk is saying shadow. Ventrilofart saying mocap. Golden Bear is saying mocap. You're saying mocap. The correct answer is shadow. Shadow was never ah. a Mortal Kombat character. Well done, Nighthawk. Um, Meat was a man, uh, just muscular man, uh, like muscular structure man that bled everywhere. Mocap was actually <laughs> a mocap actor with little balls oh, all over him and it. like black, black spandex. Did. Yeah. yeah, damn it. <laughs> and Blaze was a the fire boss. He was like one of the big bad elementals he fought at the end of Mortal Kombat Armageddon. So nice. Nighthawk took the lead with two points. Uh, George has one. Golden Bear has one. We have one question left. Um, I'll make this a, a – no, we've never done that. I was going to say I could make it a two-point question and it'll just finish it up, but we'll see what happens. When the idea of Jurassic Park was originally – uh, written by Michael Crichton, it wasn't based on dinosaurs running amok. It was based on fill in the blank. So this is when he originally wrote and was kind of brainstorming the story. It wasn't didn't originally have dinosaurs in it. Um, it had something else. What was wow. it? So pretty deep, wow. deep cut. If you yeah. um, follow Michael Crichton, you probably will know this. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I started watching Lost World Jurassic Park, and uh, I haven't seen that one in forever. And, man, it still holds up. It's still so good, man. The introduction of the other island and um, it's Jeff Goldblum. Movie, but I like it. You know what I mean? Like, I understand it's not a fan favorite, but it's probably the second best one overall, um, right? Would you say that? Out of all of them, yeah, including the world movies? Yes, yes. I would say that yes, yes. I agree. The two T-Rexes uh, going yes. for their baby T-Rex. That scene kills. Super fun. The glass breaking. Uh-huh. You know? That whole RV All scene that. is probably one of the best sequences of, of the 90s action Get a bunch, of, get a bunch of Vince movies. Vaughn offered up. In that Young movie. Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. What's his name? Nick Van Owen. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the question, again, uh, folks are asking is, what, the idea of Jurassic Park was originally written uh, by Michael Crichton. It wasn't originally based on dinosaurs running amok. What was it? Uh, what did they originally have in there? And uh, we got a couple answers in here. I want you to try that game out, though. I don't know. Have you ever played any of those like park simulator I, games? I have, it in, I have it installed right now. Oh well, give it a try. It's you yeah, gotta. My, uh, there's some heavy Xbox tutorial. Wife, my Xbox wife Reno has it. Yeah. Yeah, there's some t heavy tutorial, but it's important. And once you kind of get it, you've got it. And it took me like the first island is really designed to kind of teach you the ropes, and then from there on, you're good to go. So. No, I like those. Uh, I like those park simulators. I played a little bit of the zoo one that is currently free on, or not free, but on. Game the pass. Xbox uh, Game Pass, and even just as like an animal park creator, like just it's a normal zoo with kangaroos and koalas and whatever. Um, very fun, hitting that next milestone, right? Like getting hitting a next uh, bracket and unlocking new animals and new habitats. Super fun. Yeah. All right. Um, so, what's your answer? Um, I'm gonna say clones, maybe like human clones or something. I'm human not sure. Clones. I think okay. about the genetic. Um, you know subplot in that movie of the ethics of 
genetic alteration, right? Like so that, that was I, a big plot of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Clones. Um, Nighthawk uh, says puppies. Golden Bear says uh, Siberian tigers with rabies. And Jordan says dinosaurs that are coming back from the dead. So I'm assuming he's zombie saying like zombie dinosaurs, um, which is kind of a fun thing to think kind about. Kind of a badass idea, yeah. The correct answer is robots. It was uh, wow. that's that's what Westworld is based off Westworld, of. Westworld, damn it! Yeah, so he hinted he, that you said if you were a fan of Michael Crichton, then maybe you, you would know. know. This. Damn it! Yeah, and Re- Westworld was never a book. He started writing it as a book and was like, you know, this is gonna this is better as a movie. So he actually wrote a screenplay and directed his only film, which was the original 1972 Westworld film. Which, if you haven't seen it, Thanos, Josh Brolin's dad, is uh, is in it, and he. <laughs> He's James awesome, Brolin. man. James Brolin, oh, it's yeah. Very, it's very watchable, and it has that great, you know, 70s cinema vibe where, like, stuff creeps along sometimes. There are some long scenes that don't bounce around like you're used to in modern cinema. I, I really like it. Um, who's the other guy? Yul Brenner? Yeah. Yeah, he plays the, uh, yeah. the, the, the head Terminator robot dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. The man in black. Awesome, man. Well, that is our trivia. We're going to move on uh, to some exciting news here. Uh, We don't have a lot of Xbox news, folks. It's kind of a slow news week. But we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Um, John, John, have you bought your ticket? I just bought my ticket today. It's funny you ask that. Uh, We're row three or four, and we're one couple, like, set of seats from the center. So not bad uh, yeah. for how late I bought my tickets. We're going at 4.20 on Friday, so we might have to bring a little something-something. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, wait. Of course, I'm talking 420 about... 4.20 already happened. Him. What's that? It already ha- that already happened. What are you talking about? 4.20 already happened, bro. No, I mean the time of the showing is 4.20. Okay. Oh, I get it. I get. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 4:20 p.m. Um, I am stoked. I did stoke level extreme. Yeah, uh, I did such a good job of avoiding trailers and getting it out of my head. Um, I will blame or not blame, but maybe like thank the hype for, uh, like all the VR Oculus shit I've been struggling through for the last two three months. (laughs) So like that definitely took away some of my attention. Yeah. And then um, Red Dead Redemption. Thank you for launching this year that was helpful for me mm-hmm. to you know take my mind off of when's the next avengers movie but <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready man. i'm ready I too on i got my coat i got my wallet let's go to the movies let's do it well i have a fun game for us to play this is going to be uh kind of a prediction game so what we'll do is we're both seeing it i'm seeing it on saturday you're seeing it on friday we have a big fun group of people going we're seeing it in imax 2d um we're like middle uh middle frontish um so good good seats again when you buy on fandango it actually show you the sweet spot for surround sound and viewing and so we're in that zone and uh yeah it's 11 of us that are going to go and watch this thing and come back to my house and debrief around a campfire with a brewski yeah. so i'm i'm stoked for that stoked for uh awesome friends that are willing to geek out with me <laughs> so um here's um we have a couple um, we'll start off with some of the number predictions here so these are actually Vegas um, betting t- uh, plots so you can bet on these right here so um, 
the first question, John, and let me yes. keep track of this. So, oh, and what do you want to bet on, man? Um, what? So, what's the winner get, or what does the loser get? What do you think? Or folks on Mixer, feel free to give us a suggestion. So, we'll see how this works out point wise. Yeah, what should we wager, right? Um, I think. I think the loser has to do something embarrassing, right? Like you have to post something or post a photo or or do a live video that would be funny on like Instagram or Facebook or something or Twitter. I think that would be a funny okay. loser has to, you know, I don't know. Like I, I don't have any ideas past that, but something goofy and something embarrassing that you would have to do publicly, right? Like public shaming is... Okay. Okay. Maybe uh, you have to have someone film you going into like a Target and snapping at people. <laughs> That's we're I, we're getting there. We're on okay. the right track. Um, okay. Maybe uh, you maybe. have to dress up as uh, any Avenger that you want and uh, go into a public space and do a little a uh, little dance, a little dance move, a little dance sesh. Okay. Okay. Mixler, ch- chime in here. Um, maybe oh this to... is jordan's got a good one this jordan's got a good one well so jordan this is so we're gonna have already seen the movie but jordan's this is fun loser has to wear a dc shirt to the movie and post a pic oh <laughs> i love that yes. so i'm probably gonna how about this loser has to see it but, again but if we're doing it now yeah i was gonna say if we're doing it now then yeah that doesn't really work out so and i'm lo- probably only planning on seeing it once but go so ahead. i'll take it up a notch if I lose, I have a full 1966 Batman costume. So I will wear that and see the movie again. What do you, what do you got? What do you have on the DC side? You got I know you got some costumes there at your homestead. I don't, man. I have a Wolverine mask that's pretty cool, but that's Marvel. Um I have a No, I don't I don't think I I, I would go I would go get something for the challenge. Would you, yeah, would you be willing to find a super cheap like Thor costume or uh, not Thor, Batman or Wonder yeah, Woman one, or one something? Year, I think it was a, a couple, three years ago, I put together like the lamest Batman costume and it was like a little kid's Batman cowl. So it was just the front. And okay. then I had like Batman costume pajamas, like a onesie. And I wore that, you know, like out to trivia into a, a, a party. And uh, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I think that's fun. And then what? You just got to take a bunch of it. photos and videos of yourself doing this yeah, and arguing gotta... why DC is way better to other Marvel fans or something. If anyone approaches you, yeah, you have to. You got to stick to your guns. What's wrong with you, bro? Have you? Do you know who Jack Kirby is? Do you know what he's yeah. done, bro? Yeah, right. Um, all right. So here's the first prediction. So the current box office uh, record. So weekend bo- box office record is 257 million or yeah 257 hold on stop i have to get these numbers right so the first one is let me make let me get my shit together here i think it's overall take nope it's weekend it's weekend it's weekend so it's 257 million 698 183. So 257 million six hundred ninety-eight thousand one hundred eighty-three dollars was what Infinity War, which has the current record set for its opening weekend. Do you think uh, Endgame will make more or less than that? Say the number again. Oh, uh, more. I'm just gonna say more. Yeah, I say more too. Yeah, I think this one's gonna break all the records. Uh huh. I think it's um, gonna make Avatar look like a schoolboy bitch. Okay, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Okay. Opening weekend. Um, the next one I have is worldwide gross. So this will take some time to kind of keep an eye on it. But to give you, a, again, perspective, Avatar made uh, $2,787,965,094. That is outrageous. Well, that was we got to be careful with this. you got you got to look at opening weekend, right? Like um, that might be to date. No, that um, that those avatar numbers. Like, if you go to Box Office Mojo, you can. There's a little tab, and you can ask it to display the record for opening weekend. And I think that's what we should focus on because by the time we do next yeah. week podcast, that those numbers will be set. Okay. Well, I have a feeling it may happen sooner than people think. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that it's gonna beat Avatar. I think it's gonna beat Avatar. Do you think for it'll opening be opening weekend? Yeah. Uh, no, this is uh, overall gross and in theaters only in theaters. So box office gross. Box office gross. Yeah. Okay, and, but I mean, then that's one that you're gonna have to check back in on in like uh-huh. three months. You oh, know I'll I mean? stay on it, baby boy. I'll stay on it. All right. Um, I. Ugh. Yeah, I'll say. I'll say. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. I think it'll beat it. Okay. Um, cool. Next one. Rotten Tomatoes score. So, you know, there's a, the Marvel movies are generally all pretty good on the Rotten Tomatoes story score. Ultron's not that great. Dark World's not that great. Iron Man 3 is not that great, but generally they all do pretty well. John, do you think it will be over? And this is, we'll say by the next podcast, because Rotten Tomatoes is constantly changing based on critics reviews, but do you think it'll be over? Or under eighty five percent. Over. I thought you were gonna say something more like over or under ninety five. Yeah, I'll say over eighty five. Easy. Okay. I th- <laughs> I think it's also gonna be over. So you we're not... you um you're getting all this down our our bets here. Uh huh. I'm I'm typing we, it we out. We have as to we disagree go. on something eventually. Well, we got some more nerdy stuff coming up as the next category here. So I'm excited for that. Okay. Um, I think it'll also go over um i mean i i've i've been very careful to not see things but my stupid news pops up on my phone sometimes and um the initial reactions are on it and read the entire article yeah i I know that one don't do it i I don't (laughs) do it but i saw the headline and i guess the reviews are pretty good so far so Um, according to jordan that's a spoiler alert but so far it's it's a good movie they don't mess around, man. They make good movies that aren't supposed to be good movies. And then the ones that are supposed to be good, they somehow rise above that, you know? Yeah. They cool. Get a, good, uh, a good feel, a good – whoever's writing these, like, crushing it. Yeah. Um, I'm just typing this out as I go. I apologize. Let me just make sure there's not any – okay, here's the nerdy ones, okay? This is where we get – this is where we'll have some diversity, I think, in our answers here. So let me pull it up. Okay. Oh crap! I may have lost it. Um, well, one of them was uh, one of the questions I had was um, here it is. How so? How many will die? So we'll do a closest to number. Um, in the last movie, based on everything we know, 19 people um, perished in various ways. You know, Loki got choked out. Um, you got 
uh, Gamora. Sky, spoiler alert. Spo- hey, spoiler alert. Anyway, a lot of people died. 19 was the number. How many people do you think will die? There were, there was some snapping involved. Snapping um, is definitely involved in that 19, yeah. yep. Um, how many people will die in this movie? Like, main characters or just we don't care? Like, are you talking about film, like, body count? Or are you talking about, like, how many Avengers will die? How, uh, no, I'm sure we'll see a lot of citizens. I think it's, no. I would yeah. say, known characters. How many known characters will die? Okay. Um, I'll say... I mean, hell, we got to stop this Thanos. There's going to be some sacrifice. I'll say six. Six? No, no, no. I'm going to go four. Okay. Because they're going to take out some big ones. And and if you, you know, with it being the end of um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans' contract, and I think uh, Chris Hemsworth as well. Yeah. With it being the end of their contract, I have to assume that one of those characters will perish. And, and if you take yeah. out one of those, you're not going to draw a bunch of attention to, you know, Mantis or something that dies or some other, you know, oh, Rocket died. You know, like, yeah. it's hard to have gravity on those scenes when you're going to take out Cap or something, you know? Uh-huh. So so maybe, yeah, maybe four and and you'll get rid of a... So, so real quick. Yeah. Since you're we're just you're getting ahead of yourself there, fella. Name one person that you're willing to bet uh, an embarrassing DC moment at a movie over. Name one person that you think will die. Oh, I shouldn't. I haven't answered the last one. I think three. I'm gonna say three will be my answer. You're gonna undercut me. All right. I'm gonna undercut you, and I'll go first. You got you went first this one. I think if I was to put my money on who's gonna go, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Tony Stark. I'm gonna say Iron Man. Okay, so what if that's the one I wanted to say? That's fine. <laughs> you be your own man. Let's be... Let's make it interesting. Okay, okay. And How I'll does he die? And I'll say Captain America. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Um, so, will Thanos die? Will we see the death of Thanos? Yes or no? You can go first on this one. I'll say no. Okay. I'll be weird and I'll say no. I would th- I would think yes. Like that was probably that's probably my real guess, but I think it would also be cool if it was like a Phantom Zone type ending where they like we got this crazy ass Titan. Yeah. We got his glove off. He'll never hurt anyone again. We're not going to stoop to his level and kill him. Yeah. Let him suffer. Yeah. I think um I'm going to say no. I'm going to say he's not going to die. I think something like that'll happen. He might get trapped in the soul stone or something, something like that. So right, he'll t- he'll be tortured for all of eternity or something. So this is a if. So if if Thanos dies, who's gonna who's gonna be the one that kills him? So if Thanos dies, who who do you, I'll go on this one. If Thanos okay. dies, who will kill him? Hmm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go on a big, big risky call on this one. Um, I'm gonna say Gamora. Let's say Gamora takes him out. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Gamora, not not Gamora. Nebula. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think, yeah. I think Nebula is gonna take him she, out. She's dead. Nebula. All right. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say Ant Man. You're gonna go for the butt, the butt thing. Yep. Okay. 
for gonna, folks that don't know, there's there's an online joke about how all Paul Rudd could have easily killed Thanos. All he has to do is go in his butt and expand. So and expand, yeah. I'm going with that. <laughs> that's so great. So that's some good. That's some good differences there. Um, yeah. Okay, here's a fun one. Um, there's rumors that they're going to be introducing a, a new Marvel character, someone that we haven't seen in any of the Ooh. MCU yet. If you're willing to put your uh, your your honor on the line, who do you think? And you can you can say who you think it'll be and who you want it to be, or however you want to answer that. Okay, I'll say there's going to be, and and this counts like after credit scenes and stuff. Right. Uh, oh yeah, this is in okay. if, with whatever comes with that movie ticket. Okay. Oh, I, I want to say something from the X Men or something from Fantastic Four. You know. Okay. Uh, and Fantastic Four was always such a cosmic, like all of their storylines took place in, you know, or, or had to do with uh, extraterrestrial, you know, villains or. So I'm gonna I'll go Fantastic Four. I think it'd be cool if, because wasn't didn't we talk about how well well you gotta be a little Fox more specific was... oh than i just pick a character i can't say just fantastic yeah. four i'll say reed richards mr fantastic himself yeah what okay. do you got wise guy this is a probably not going to happen but um red i Hulk. just i want it to happen <laughs> um yeah <laughs> william hurt william that. hurt turns into red hawk <laughs> uh, um one. oh that's right because that's yeah. who Thaddeus Ross was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mine's going to be the Sentry. Um, Sentry is probably my favorite Marvel character. I love him. You introduced me to him, John, because you got me into the new Avengers. The Dark Avengers, remember? That was one of their guys. Yeah. That Well, that's where Norman I... Norman fr- Osborn's Dark Avengers, yeah. Yeah, the first comic I read him in was uh, the Red Hulk saga. And they basically sent him in to take him out, and and that's where you get to like learn how powerful he's essentially uh, Marvel Superman. Um, he, yeah. he has a very similar kind of costume. He wears a big power blue set, cape. Sure. Yep, he has a yeah. uh, the power of a million exploding suns. He's also known as the Golden Guardian. And Brian Bendis, the the creator of Sentry, um, kind of retroactively added him into the old Marvel universe. So they released old fake comics that looked like That's from crazy. they were from the '60s, and there was the Sentry in like a goofy, cheesy costume fighting alongside the Fantastic Four. But the coolest thing about the Sentry is, for all the good he does, it gives power to an alter. Uh, entity that's within him called the void so he's his own bad guy so it's like if superman and like dark side were the same person you know what i mean so um i think that would be awesome i think uh i, I, I think ryan uh, not ryan reynolds uh ryan gosling would be a good century i think we got to get him in the mcu so that's my vote gosling? bro are you shitting me well now i see it you put a big wig on and some cg muscles some Good cg work. muscles and remember like he's an alcoholic because he tries to hide his power and his last act before he like went into this deep dark alcoholic depression was he um used his power to make the entire world forget he ever existed so no one even knows the century except for do you remember which character remembers him uh, no squirrel girl <laughs> the Hulk. The Hulk remembers the century. Nice. He called him Golden Man. So that's um, right. That's my vote. Um, 
Oh, how cool would that be? Let's make a Century movie, man. That has to. That should happen. I love the Century, dude. I have his did action figure. C- did Did you um? We we went and saw Shazam. We liked Shazam, right? We did. Yeah, we talked a little yeah. bit about it last episode. Did but we talk for, about that? For, for everyone okay. that shut it off because of the audio quality. Yeah, hey, uh, I, I, it's good. I it's understand good. that too because that's like the biggest pet peeve in a podcast. Is oh, when for someone's sure. Really hot, and then someone else is in the background. Oh, and that's right. Like that is impossible to it's listen. It's the to. worst. Yeah. Yep. All right, last one. Um, briefly, if characters come back, right? So if characters that we saw turn into aut- autumn leaves, if they come back, they will come back. They'll be rescued from the soulverse or something. It has to. Well, happen. so that's that's your bet. Is in a really simple, concise, because we have to be able to judge this later. If they come back, how do you see them coming back? What will be what what gets them back in the in the world there? <sighs> well, what I wonder is. Okay, so everyone who got snapped, they're definitely coming back. But characters that just got killed in combat, like Loki or Gamora, Gamora or Hemdall, you know, like yeah, those, those people are gone, right? Those people have to stay dead. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I want. I want it to be. So um, if they come back, I think they'll uh, travel. Or, or no, okay, what what do they call the sub subatomic world and the Ant-Man? quantum realm? The quantum realm. Um. Hank Pym's wife, um, what's her name? Michelle Pfeiffer has a yep. line. Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, she has a line in that movie, Ant Man and Wasp, and it's about it's about being lost in the quantum realm mm-hmm. and how and and I don't know if she's referring to the soul verse or not, but like, I, I guess that's what I'll say. I, I, they're gonna go see Red Skull again and somehow be able to get get them back but okay i don't know it's going to be really interesting to see play out because i i don't know how they're going to handle that but they will bring that's the best part back. right you know I, yeah i can't wait to see how they do it because it's going to be clever af i can't wait i don't know man i i, I imagine they'll travel to the Soulverse and everyone will be sitting there like hey where have you guys been yeah do we do we get to be alive again yeah you do come on so so my okay so this is gonna be a little similar so i tried to take notes on you so you have quantum realm and that red skull will make a an appearance so i mean we might not see red skull again but we know that well you put it i got it in here i got it in here no i have uh so i think um i think when he snapped i think it created an alternate universe and i think that is part of the soul stone as well i think via the quantum realm ant-man will be able to travel back and forth and each group of heroes is going to be doing some sort of combined plan to undo the snap another theory is the ego stone may show up in the movie and they use that um but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go out what if they open the movie and it's the story beginning and taking place in that other dimension where all yeah, and they're watching Captain America and yeah. Iron Man and Ooh. Bruce Banner evaporate. Yeah, Ooh. dude. Yeah, dude. So that's kind of that's what I'm thinking. But the ego stone is a possibility. Here's another one, and I, I want to hear your opinion on this. What if they just convince Thanos to undo the snap? What if they? Uh, what if he feels so guilty? Because at the end of the movie, he sat there looking at the sun, and a big old, big old alligator tear rolling down his cheek. Do you think? Uh, 
that was a tear of joy. He fulfilled his his, his life mission, lifelong goal to mm-hmm. be the one person in the universe who had the balls to set balance to do what what he thought and what he believed. Yeah, was the only way that would sa- he thought he saved the universe when he did that. You know? I know that's why he's a good villain. Is it's a conflicting philosophical yeah. tale. Um, I'm, but I think it's a it, there is a possibility that they could just get him to undo the snap to get him to to bring everybody back. But I'm gonna stick with the I'm gonna stick with the uh, alternate dimension, alternate world where everyone else saw. So that'll be my kind of piece of minutia is everyone else saw the people evaporate that we um, saw stay alive at the end It'll of the opposite. War. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll say alternate universe um, reverse snap. And that uh, I think the quantum realm is also going to be the bridge between the two worlds. So, so there we go. Um, Another theory, I mean, you, you know, with with Thor's new um, hammer, Jarlheim, uh, his new uh, his new awesome axe thing that he he got made by the giant dwarf, which is the weirdest Jarlheim. part. Jarl, yeah. Jarlheim, yeah. In that trailer, after we watched it, you sent me a message that said uh, Mjolnir was back, and I went back and watched that trailer. No, and that's it's the one not. That he's it wasn't Mjolnir. It was the Jarlheim. It yeah, just was yeah. a weird angle. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it has the ability to summon the Bifrost. And what if uh, Thor can just Bifrost himself into that other universe? You know, that's another potential thing, I guess, that could happen. So, so many theories. Um, we would love to hear yours. We got uh, Nighthawk thinks Adam Warlock will be a new character. That's pretty, that's a solid bet. Uh, my, my theory on that is I think Adam Warlock will show up in uh, Guardians 3. But there's very much a chance he could get teased in some who's, way. Who's Adam Warlock? Um, Adam Warlock was a huge uh, character in the old Infinity War comic, and he essentially brought all the heroes together. He knows he was born of the Infinity Stone, so this isn't the first time that all the Infinity Stones have been together. And the okay. last time it was together, it, they created a superhero, which was those gold people in in the beginning of Guardians Two. Essentially, created this. Um, super kind of nuclear man like this super human dude and his name's adam warlock he does a lot of stuff that dr strange does and uh he he essentially rallies everyone together and gives them all the pro tips to take down thanos in the comic book so oh cool okay yeah that's a solid solid bet um nighthawk says ant-man and quantum realm and uh, he also says that stan lee and i i love this idea if stan lee made a, a important plot appearance as the watcher again and had something to do because the watcher in the comic books always messed with stuff um watu a watu and he would always be like i cannot interfere i can only observe and then sometimes he would be like okay let's see what happens yeah he was the worst of the watchers by the way because he always interfered yeah he always Um, did but um in that cameo i think it's in guardians or something but uh, it's uh, Stan Lee is playing like a cosmonaut or like an astronaut that is talking to the watch, the watchers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if he would be a watcher. That would be cool, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, awesome, man. We have an email, um, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm just going to basically sum it up for you. 
that's our that's our end game stuff. Sorry, put a nice book in on it. So if everyone else sees the movie, I know Golden Bear is going to see it. I know Jordash Shaquille is going to see it. Um, let us know your theories if you want to be part of this little bidding uh, bidding war, and you can email that to me at raddadradio1 at gmail.com. And those questions again were: Is opening weekend going to be more than more or less than two fifty seven? Overall, excuse me. Overall box office more or less than two point eight billion. Rotten Tomato score more or less over eighty five. Deaths. Um, who's who's for who's how many people char- known characters will die and name one. Thanos. Will he die? If he does, who kills him? Will a new character get be revealed and who is it? And um, how will those characters come back? So if you want to just geek out, send me an email at raddadradio1 at gmail.com, and we'll include you guys in this challenge. But uh, look forward to uh, next episode, next Wednesday, and we'll get to see how this all plays out. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to try not to talk to you until that episode. Is that people, realistic? Yeah. If I try not um, to talk to you about it until the episode so we get to just I'm not bottle you, up? So I won't. No, I'm not you, so I won't like vaguely spoil things. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. Name one example. Yeah. You you always do it like to prove that you did in fact see the movie. You always <laughs> make sure that some little nugget. Yeah. It's irrefutable that yes, Joel did see this movie before. You don't me. have an example though, so it's <laughs> well, it's, it's speculatory. So many times. <laughs> awesome. So this email we got here, um, um, I just pulled it up. It's from. Peter Paul, which I don't believe that name. Peter Paul is outside of Kansas City. So that's uh, close to where Jordash Shaquille's home base is there with Boulevard Brewing. Best beer in the land, folks. Go out and buy some. Bulu's back in stock. That's a pineapple uh, alcoholic beverage uh, made by a rapper. Sorry, Jordan. I don't know all the details. (laughs) Um, And this is going back to our horror movie episode. And he asked, um, when would we let our kids... uh, yeah, when would we let our kids watch a horror film, and what would the first one be? So if we could pick what the the first horror film that our kiddos watch, um, what would it be, and at what age do you think that would happen? Wow. Um, so I'll say yeah, maybe 10, 11, and I might start, might start her out with um, maybe Tremors something like that you know yeah kind of light but yeah, still Trimmers some is good scenes. that's light it might be a good might be a good scene or, or you know good a good situation yeah yeah i um i actually remember um so <laughs> I, I told you guys i'm on all these weird horror groups now because of the plug in that one episode and that crazy bracket so i see all their facebook feeds and they were uh asking like what's the hor- first horror movie that you watched and i really thought about it and john i think the first one i watched was the exorcist with mom was my first horror film experience oh, wow and it was kind of traumatizing and i remember mom yeah. actually our mom, explains a lot <laughs> our, <laughs> our mom is like a staunch italian catholic irish well not irish italian catholic and uh so she always she kind of made it very a religious experience like the devil's real it's like let's talk about this and it was just like what the <laughs> fuck what 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 no no what is she doing with the crucifix so I think that was the first one and I never want my kids to go through that but I thought a lot about this question um, while I was doing the dishes tonight and I kind of landed on 
I kind of, I don't know if I need to be there for the first one. Like, I feel like that was the fun when me and you and Jordan would sneak a horror film and go watch Critters 3 or, you know, uh, our favorite was Creepshow. Like, that was, we probably watched that thing 50 times growing up. And um, I don't remember ever watching it with mom or dad, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's, yeah, that's the, the fun. Yeah. And, it, and I hope it's in like a slumber party setting. So I hope she's like, you know, 12, 13 years old. And, uh, you know, all her friends are bundled up under their sleeping bags and Ripley Jane's like, all right, guys, let's watch, you know, uh, it, you know, it or whatever, whatever she picks. So that, that would be, yeah. if I could, if I had to be there, or she wanted me to be there. I thought about this too. Um, I think Poltergeist is, is a, uh, one of those happy ending, hor- like really good, happy ending horse films where it's really scary. It's sad. There's a lot of like great acting, decent practical effects. But then at the end of the film, Everything gets sucked up into a black hole and sun comes out and it's roll the credits. So it's kind of a happy yeah. ending. So I feel I feel like that would be what I would sit down with her and chomp on some popcorn, watch Poltergeist, watch a dude peel, peel meat off his face. I just remember that scene. Maybe I shouldn't let Poltergeist her watch. Is good. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't let her watch that. So Yeah, that scene is it's that scene kind of sits apart from the rest of the movie, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Dude like pictures himself it's like a it's not real i mean right like oh he, yeah he's like having a hallucination caused by ghosts or something and yeah he like and then there's meat there's off. like a steak that has a bunch of worms coming out of it there's a bunch of that kind of stuff oh man yeah um my favorite poltergeist scary. is the second one with caroline with the old guy that old decrepit dude is he probably smokes 90 cigarettes a day but <laughs> caroline and he's oh, he's a God. ghost just trying to lure her um, and they need her energy to all go to the light, Carol. And it's so, uh, so unsettling. Oh, and then uh, uh, Coach turns into a giant tequila worm <laughs> at that's one right. point. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> it's a weird one. How many of those did they make? They made, uh, f- well, they made four. They did a reboot, but the third right. one was all took place in a hotel. There's an awesome A&E special about the curse of Poltergeist, which... There were some really awful things that happened. There was someone that died on the set, and then there was a Native American actor that acted as a like a medium in the movie, but he really was one in real life, and he like blessed the set. But then there was a fire, and someone died, and then the little girl had this crazy rare disease, and she died shortly after that. And you can kind of see in the movie she looks a little puffy and kind of not well, you know? So yeah. um kind of fascinating interesting stuff i don't necessarily subscribe to that but it is always interesting when something has a really bad string of luck you know um so yeah oh yeah awesome man well that is that is our show um i have a i have a fun little clip um that if 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 anyone wants to leave now you can leave but (laughs) i have a fun little clip i was gonna try to i was gonna try to create some zingers um stingers i should say for the the podcast using my daughter so I had her record some stuff, oh, no. <laughs> so, but I can't use any of it, but I was going to play a little bit of this and then uh, we'll close them out. Uh, before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Rad Dad Radio. You can contact us using all of those links in the show notes, raddadradio1 at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks to podcasts right now. Check out Madeira. Get yourself ready for the summer. And Cream, where can folks see your artwork and uh, follow this awesome VR sculpting journey you're about to go on? Yeah, get excited, fam. I'm about to d- dive into a whole new world of visual uh, visual art. You know, um, so at at 
Egbert Cream on Instagram is where I'm going to be posting any and, and everything I experiment with. Uh, but then, uh, of course, line art and illustration will will always be my baby. So yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And and again, look up that guy, uh, Dominic Quek. His Quack. stuff is especially if you like the Alien movies. Holy, holy shit! Yeah, check it awesome. out and and look at his uh, YouTube video of using this application that I'll, I'm gonna start learning and get started on um, the Oculus Medium. So, right on, dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. here's here's <laughs> check this out. Okay. Welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Now say it like a little more excited. I want you. Say it louder. <laughs> Thank you for Round Mouth Radio. <laughs> <laughs> say, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Thank you, you for Rad Dad Radio. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Thank you for Thank you for Rad Dad Radio. Thank you. Thank you for Rad Dad Radio. Rad Dad Radio. Thank you for Rad Dad Radio. No, can you say welcome? Welcome. 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 Welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Welcome to Dad Rad Dad Radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's a man. I know. I just wanted to share that. <laughs> share that with Super you guys. Super adorable. I'll get um I'll get one of mine to do some audio too. Yeah. yeah that yeah, I just use my phone worked, for hey, that. That first one was good though. Yeah, maybe I'll use maybe I'll, maybe I'll use I that. I think you I need to just I think you need to just play that and then drop we drop like a dope electric beat right behind that for like 30 seconds and that's our intro you know and maybe like turn it into one of those showmo songs where it's like well well welcome welcome oh, welcome scratch it up a little bit yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 awesome all right episode 21 in the books ladies and gentlemen have fun watching Endgame. we'll talk about it next week rad dad radio out thanks for listening everybody bye turn the music up in the headphones you can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with the push. Feeling no remorse. Feeling like my hand was forced. Middle finger to the law, nigga. Gripping my balls. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the trap that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom. To the top of the pops. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga. Cause I'm straight with the block. Soda. 
I just whipped up a watch, trying to get me a rover, trying to stretch out the coca like a wrestler. Yes, sir. Keep the heck of the close. You know the smokers attention, but like 52 cards went out. I'm through dealing now. 52 bars come out. Now you feel them now. 52 cards roll out. Remove ceiling in case 52 bras come out. Now you chilling with a boss bitch cards at C on the sleeve. At the 4040 Club ESPN on the screen. I play the grip for the jeans. Plus the slippers is clean. No chrome on the wheels. I'm a 